Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. Today we'll be talking about Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 12, Settling In or Just Settling? Everyone thinks they're settling. That is interesting. It's always someone else's fault. Or it's everyone thinking um, a little too highly of themselves. <laughs> they need to they need to get check themselves into reality. Everyone thinks the problem is the other person's fault. Yeah. Some folks have said, you know, hey, I'm you know, I'm sorry, I apologize, like a Michael, for example, but everyone's like, um, I don't think you're the only one that needs to be apologizing. I see issues in every single person on this show, which of course you're going to, but other people deal with them better than others. Yeah, we've noticed some folks they try to sit down, have a conversation, talk it through. Some folks, if it doesn't go their way, they'll just shut themselves off of the conversation. Everyone keeps leaving. Or they'll just leave. People need to stop doing that. Uh, Lindsay leaves. Noi has left. I think Elijah and Katina Jasmine have been left. pretty good about not leaving, per se. I think you're right. They might be the only ones that yeah. haven't left. But they... Like, in the, even in this episode, I mean, Katina went, you know, downstairs or upstairs but to she go didn't, talk to her friends. But she didn't, true. like, leave. For the night. Yeah. You want to get in? Yes. Katina and Isaac. We're picking up right where we left off. Katina arrives at Jasmina and Michael's apartment and explains the whole, I assume, Tinder situation. Does that confirm that it was Tinder? No, I just assume. All right, we're just doing a fill-in. Okay, we're just guessing it was Tinder. It was like, I love farmers.com or whatever that country one is. Maybe that's her thing. I don't know. I do agree with Jasmina when she says it would be some shit if that was logged in. That would be... So much worse. Oh, he wouldn't forgive her. He, oh, that over. would also be his decision it's day. It's over. Yeah. Michael's explanation was really good about emotional versus logic thinking and how hard it is to listen when you are emotional. I think he's trying to shed light of how no matter what she says, basically, Isaac is not going to listen right now. Is how I took that. But if you have, if your emotion can get to this level of sort of like a, like an outburst, I mean... Isn't that some level of immaturity? Yes. Like if you if you can't even calm your ass down and just talk to me, to me that's just you know that's just a warning for me. Every fear that he has with this situation could have easily been talked about. It could have been a sit down conversation where they discussed his feelings, his fears, what, this making him feel insecure. But no, he had to yell at her, not let her talk, make her feel like shit, make her cry. I only saw it for a second, a clip on the after show where basically he said if he saw her crying, which she was in one of her interviews, that that would mean so much. That's that's odd that you need it to get to tears. Like you're like, to, yeah, to, to that's right. Or, yeah. or feel like maybe the individual's taking it seriously. Isaac says Katina is a smart woman. She knows what she is doing. But I would rebuke that by saying he is constantly putting her down. Basically saying she's not enough of a woman. She's not enough of a wife. So Quite, why now in this situation, yeah. oh, she's smart. She's an adult. She knows yeah. what she's doing. I mean, previously, we we're watching him question her of, you know, how did you survive if you, you don't even cook? Yeah, you were an adult. Do you want to talk about the odd editing? Initially, I pointed out that in one scene, possibly two... He had a throat tattoo. It was almost like an extension of the chest tattoo he already has. Mm -hmm. But for the remainder of the show, there was no tattoo. So Leon thought about it and he was thinking 
This is another fight. This is taken from another fight later in the season. And because they needed something to put here to show that they made up, they just moved it over. There's a, a couple options, I think. One thing is either they have so much film and so much real that there's either confusion on which fight was what. And this seems like, oh, we had a talk and we, we're, we're good now. And they, they kind of made sense logically of like, oh, they just had a fight. So this must have been the conversation where they made up. I don't think there was confusion. I think that they just needed something to show. Like, oh, they made up. Either this scene, they asked him to sit down and record it. Or there is another major fight coming up between Olajuwon and Katina. Which I don't put that off. Like, that's totally possible. I feel like there's always some shit on the couple's retreat. Yeah, so if you missed that, like, just speed through the last episode. It's kind of odd. Towards the beginning. Yes, it's, it is towards the beginning. He's like, no throat, neck tattoo, and then there's an apology, makeup, like, self-docu-recorded Yeah, thing. like, kind of in the dark. They're both in hoodies, I think. He has his chain out. But you can totally see the, the new tattoo, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute. But then the rest of the episode... But then we go even to interviews that don't have it. Right. Very strange. Very, very odd. Think about that. Give me your theories. When he's speaking with his coach, well, excuse me, former coach, he says, I'm just a passionate speaker. That's such a lame excuse. You can be passionate in other ways and more appropriate with your wife. I feel like he left out a lot of detail when talking to the coach. That's a theme all this episode. Everyone that talked to their friends left out key details. Yeah. It is Taco Tuesday after they make up. Super cute. They order tacos. They had a nice dinner together at the table. And I wrote down, Isaac's words would be so sweet if he wasn't so toxic. You don't get to say all these nice things after being just a complete asshole. But that's how you get reeled in. I have Steve and Noy next. Do you want to save them or do we just do it? No, let's just do it. Okay. Let's just do it. Everybody was solid, solidly shitty this week. So let's go. <laughs> I have to start off, you were losing your shit at the thought of a bathing place for dogs. I thought they were going to drop off the dog to get groomed or something. Because, you know, like dogs get groomed, they get their hair cut, whatever. But then I think on Twitter, I was like, hold the fuck up. (laughs) Did they just bring the dog to the business, wash the dog themselves, then paid the business to allow them to wash the dog? What? What? This is a thing? That's, and someone oh, told me it's a thing. chain. Well, there's lots of chains of these. Then I got to thinking. I was like, okay. I was trying to like make sense of it. Maybe some people don't have the room. Maybe they have really small apartments, studios. only. Yeah, maybe there's like a... Yeah, maybe it's a shower only so the dog kind of makes a big mess. These folks are literally sleeping with their dogs in the same bed. Yeah. What? Why can't you just wash them where you... That just that just seems odd. Have you noticed that like every date I feel that Steve and Noy have recently gone on, it has to be centered around sushi. Their oh. anniversary date, they had to walk sushi downtown and then get the matching outfits for Noy and sushi. Yeah. A- I feel like I had another example, but I can't think of it. I just feel like sushi is such a big part of this relationship and they should figure out how to talk to each other. Sushi's not sleeping in my bed. I'm sorry. I'm on that team. I know I'm going to get shit for it. I just do not really like the thought of a dog sleeping between me and you. Also, I want to feel like I can freely, like, kick wherever the (laughs) fuck I want to kick. I don't want to, like, oh, there's there's like a dog dog there. Oh, oh, don't want to mess up their sleep. They're fucking up my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Noy and Steve had a conversation about, I guess, sort of the whole Steve doesn't have a job, so Noy kind of wants him to do a little more. No, everything. The, ex- well, the expectation is everything. Sure. But the one part that I think myself and a lot of people online couldn't agree with was when she was basically like, I'm too busy to take care of my dog. You take care of the dog. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? This is not even his dog. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have Steve a month ago. What the fuck did you do with this dog? Oh, if I was Steve, I would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is your dog. I'm, this ain't my dog. I'm not doing this shit. No, she... I mean, I understand that if you're with someone, it's great to have the help. It's your little combined family. But the fact that she expects him to take care of her dog 100% is so wild. Like, even if... Part of their argument was, oh, I'll clean the bathroom if you take care of sushi. That should be a fine compromise because that's her dog. Also, this seems like a weekend. What it seems mean? like a weekend day where they're just like, oh, hey, I'll I'll take care of the bathroom today. And yeah, like you do this. And she's like, nah, you do it all. That's weird. Then Steve mentions that he's putting in three to four times. And I don't know if he specifically said it, but everyone translated it to money wise whether it's like bills or things or maybe they go out to eat that's what i'm thinking i'm assuming he he's buying all groceries Mm -hmm. all meals that they go out to eat gas sure because there's not like rent that was it's odd to us that steve is putting in three to four times more when he doesn't have a job but i think he's trying to prove that he can still take care of her and their unit Because later in the episode, he says, every time I bring up finances, she doesn't want to talk about it. So how can she be so mad and passive aggressive if she can't even have the conversation? He will will break this down for you. I fully believe that. I wonder if that comes from like a... I'm sure there's like certain families out there that just don't talk about finances, especially like with their kids or stuff like that. It's kind of like more private. But if that's that's her one problem, like she has to be a grown up and talk about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, a specific tweet that I wanted to talk about from Kiara, from kmahome23 on Twitter. Noi and Steve dance around the root of the problem passive-aggressively. She just needs to explicitly tell him that she will 100% say no on decision day if he does not get a job. Do you think she could have that conversation with him? No. Me neither, because that's literally the deal breaker. Also, having been through the job interviewing process especially in tech no matter what even if someone is rushing to hire someone because they're in need this shit takes time maybe if he got like an offer from a company she'd say okay that's fine but you don't start until after decision day that might be good enough but either way even if they have this conversation it was gonna it's gonna take time for him to even find a role but even then it seems like she wants a traditional role like what if you said yeah i found a gig but it's a three-month contracting gig but it pays me a boatload of money but it's only for three months is that also going to be weird for her i think she would not accept that either you have to work every day monday through friday nine to five which is wild let's move away from that as a whole society let's not do that i wish everyone i know the world cannot work like this but i wish everyone just had like flex days every day then we see kind of security I won't say security cam footage, hidden camera footage. It all sounds creepy no matter how I say it. We see footage of Noi saying that she does not want to move in together after decision day. You don't need to be married. You don't need to be on this show. As soon as she said that, my jaw dropped. 
why can she just not talk to this man about the reasons behind it? You know what she said? I know plenty of married people that don't live together. Can you just Bull have the conversation? Shit. No, Bullshit. There's people that do long distance, but because they have yeah, to. Yeah, because they have to. Not like, yeah, it's not, we're in the same city. Hey, we're married. Let's live apart. <laughs> I just don't feel like living in this state. Yeah. Usually, I mean, I know it happens, but I would say that's really rare. And she does not know multiple, multiple married people doing that. One thing that bugged me is I, I know why she said this. Because us as fans, we're thinking... You're all married at first sight. You're going all in. You're you're ready for the whole thing. You're moving in. You're having, you know, your future life, finances, whatever. But this is the thing. She's not comfortable moving in because he hasn't checked all of her boxes. Yes. If you had checked all of my boxes, it's easy for me to say, yeah, we're definitely moving in right after this is over. But in her mind, he hasn't. So she's not ready to do that or commit to that. Noi is speaking with Sriracha, and this was such an unfair conversation. Oh, it was so one-sided. It was so fucking one-sided. Our friends at Girlfriends and Goals podcast also mentioned my next issue. They said, Noi eliminated the fact that she said I love you after three days. Oh, I was, I was, I was tweeting with them back and forth like all night. They, that, that's a good follow. I cannot believe that Sriracha basically rolled their eyes at Steve saying that he loved her after two weeks, and Noi didn't even correct him and wasn't didn't say, "Oh, I begged and whined for no, two weeks no, until he no, said it." Noi didn't even flinch. Nope, just kept that yeah, fuck oh, him face. I, did, did I forget to tell you that? Oh, I I told him I loved him after like two or three days. She said she basically doesn't care what he does. She was really negative. Had nothing nice to say about him and what he does and what he contributes. She's just letting Sriracha go in on him, and she's going in on him. This is just another example of what we've talked about before is your family and friends, they need to be careful because they only get one side of the story. They only get one image of a human when you describe them to your family. So at this point, Sriracha could think, wow, he sounds like a piece of shit. Like You only get such a small view of someone. Noi felt so much like Zach when she said, well, we can just stay married. We just won't live together. You know, we can date. We're just going to get a divorce on decision day. No, no. Oh, I'd be trolling if I was Steve. I'd be like, well, at least I don't have to walk sushi anymore. (laughs) Oh, that would be a requirement. You have to come to my house, walk sushi, and then you can go home. Like, nah, busy finding work. (laughs) One of the last things we find out in the episode is that Noi, this... Sweet, sweet Noi cannot stay off social media. This Why? Is, they've, Why? They've talked about she this. This is some childish shit. That she would not do this again. She's basically like, we don't need our shit on social media. Like, my family's pinging me. Your family's fucking pinging me. Like, this is not cool. So she was just lying her ass off when she said, I saw how much that hurt Steve, and I never want to do that again. You don't give a fuck. But then Steve was talking to his sister, I believe, maybe. I also did not write down who this was. But he mentions that he asked Noi, like, yo, is this directed at me? And she basically said no. And I I was fucking dying. I'm like, bull fucking shit. Noi is so immature. She does not need to be married. She needs to work on herself. Just live your life. Just because you went to Boston for love does not mean you have to be in love in Boston. Move somewhere else. Who cares? Just live your life. You and Sushi go on a trip. That is interesting, though. Does that mean her family followed her? 
They probably just flew in for the wedding, I would assume. Sriracha's still there. It's been like a month. Maybe they flew Sriracha again. And oh. again. <laughs> I don't know. Or does it sound more sexy to say, I moved here for love versus my whole family moved here. We all moved here. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, like the whole family picked up and moved to Boston and it she just sounds, that it she just, moved to it find just, love. It just sounds more sexy to say Maybe. that. <laughs> okay. But one thing I do want to say is Noi has never wavered in her need for her partner to have a job. So I will give her that. So I don't know what happened in the interview process. If if she just said that a certain amount of money has to be made and they're like, well, Steve has this money, so that will work still. I, I don't know, obviously, all these details, but I will give it to Noi. She has never wavered on this is a deal breaker for her. But that almost doesn't even matter because she just can't have that conversation with him. Yeah, I would imagine in the interview process, it's pretty important to like what type of relationship are you looking for? I I am glad she hasn't wavered because I mean, that's kind of a let's be honest, like being a sole provider for a family is pretty stressful. And if someone didn't see themselves in that position, especially in a married life, I could see how sort of that whole like, um, you know, when like the, the walls are closing in, you're super stressed, like, oh, man, like this person relies on me. Mark and Steve threw the football around, but this felt super awkward and staged and nothing. I mean, this is where he let us know that he's making or contributing, what was it, like three times mm-hmm. as much. So that's kind of the only important thing. Michael and Jasmina. Michael wants to teach Jasmina how to drive because currently he is doing all of the errands that require driving. At dinner, they're going over the permit test questions. And later in the episode, Michael is teaching Jasmina how to drive. I thought she did decent. She knew the questions. She was real the good questions, on the questions. Yeah, she was on point, but I would Poor agree Mr. With, Feeney. I would agree with <laughs> Michael. I would agree with Michael though. She's got like a heavy foot. Oh, I guess anyone that's learning because they're trying to gauge well, pressure. Slamming on that yeah, bike. Like they're trying to gauge pressure of the pedal. But you think as an instructor you should say, like, hey, just like ease into your braking. Like don't don't just slam it down. I remember when I was learning how to drive, for some reason I was so concerned about turning. Like I would never turn the wheel enough. Do you remember how when when you're under 18, you have to get like a permit, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, whatever hours, then you can sort of get your yeah. license. But I believe when you turn 18, it's pretty much... You just go. You just yeah. go. So I finished school younger, but I never had a permit. I waited until I was 18, did, did the whole thing just so I can go straight into getting my license. I shit you not. The total driving time I had to get a license at 18 was under five hours <laughs> five is even generous it was like but you passed nothing i mean i think i had for sure like two hours yeah i somehow still passed the driving test even though i blew through a stop sign oh my god <laughs> i just looked at the instructor and was like i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> was there anybody around or cars there were cars in the opposite direction like oh, okay stopped. okay okay but I didn't but, see it. I was like, there was a bush. I just imagine he started to be like, well, damn, go ahead, girl. <laughs> you know, he's just, he just said, keep going. I was like, oh, okay. my God. He's probably like, this girl's going to kill me. <laughs> I passed with the minimum. That's all that matters. Jasmina and Michael are cooking in the kitchen together. And Jasmina says things feel good now. If things stay this way, the emotional connection will follow. I don't think so. I hate to say it because I love them so much as a couple. I was rooting for them from the moment they saw each other. 
The chemistry isn't there. I don't see it magically showing up. In a, in a month? In a month. God, is it even that now? Is it like three weeks? It, it just, I don't see it happening. And I really wish it would. This is a couple where we should stop letting them fool us. And we shouldn't <laughs> fool ourselves. And just accept that any good scene you see from now on is cool. But they're not going to make it. So it's as good as it's going to get. They're not going to make it. They might be cool friends at the end. I thought it was funny how Michael said that there were times he didn't give 100% and that he has changed his perspective. And Jasmine is like, yeah, (laughs) like she was a great communicator and doing everything right. But whatever. They're good now. I'll take it because I really do like them. Lindsay and Mark. This is always just a mess, and I'm stressed every time I see Lindsay. I just assume she's going to pop off at any moment, and I can't imagine what it's like being in a relationship where you constantly have to walk on eggshells. Do you remember uh, Jamie, and I can't remember the girl's name, from a previous season? I kind of get those kind of vibes from this couple. and I They better not stay together like Jamie. I oddly think they could stay together. (laughs) I don't I mean, know. Lindsay, healthy. Lindsay's being real, you know, this shit ain't working for me. So, and she seems to be pretty honest. Yeah. But I feel like she's so up and down. Like, you yeah. could be like, this definitely ain't working for me. And then she could say, oh, he's such a great guy. He's so caring. And then fuck him and fuck his job. And yeah. Like, fuck this photo shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Those four cats. Wait, why did you, why couldn't anyone call a photographer and just be like, hey, it's not going to work. I'll pay you. Like, it's better. I would literally rather be out the money than have to deal with this awkward individual in my house while I'm fighting with my partner. Yeah, a photographer could have gone and gone drinks with some friends or yeah, something. Here, I'll pay you whatever you want for this cancellation. 50% of it. Shit, I'll do 100% of it. Just don't come here. They still took the photos. Oh, that was cringe. So cringe. Also, it was almost kind of an example of what we live in. In the social media age nowadays, your life could be fucking crumbling around you. But, but those that, photos are but hot. those photos, what you share with the world might be totally different. And honestly, I got those feels when they, when they were going through this. Going back just a little bit, we find out that their grocery shopping budget was $150. And they went over by 40%. This girl spent like $200 on fucking vegetables. That she didn't need. I feel like she was aimlessly walking around just picking things up and being like, this sounds good. Maybe part of her diet is sort of like just making veggie bowls. Maybe. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, She's like, I just, true. I just need any veggie. It don't fucking matter, bro. Then we see footage of Lindsay absolutely pissed that Mark put her stuff in the dryer. Like, I get it sucks, but I don't think it's worth screaming at your partner over. For me personally. I know it's a touchy. I think this is a touchy subject because I think people would be super pissed. Yeah. But I don't own anything super expensive that I wouldn't wash myself or take to be dry cleaned. Like, it wouldn't even be in the hamper. Yeah, I think everything I own is either it's going in the washing machine or it's a fucking suit. Yeah, <laughs> and you're not throwing the suit in the washing machine. But don't worry, because she's going to throw how much it costs in your face. Maybe some gals, like... Is there like really fine like blouses? Well, like yeah. maybe you can't you can't throw maybe in there? he threw a blazer in there and it was uh, super obvious. We don't know. And then she just goes off and off and off about how he doesn't respect her, everything he's done wrong, and it's snowballing into everything else. It's no longer about the laundry. That's the problem. They 
never resolve anything. It snowballs into the next issue, and then we're bringing up this issue and everything prior, every mm. single week. As they're eating dinner, Mark is having his usual tenders and fries, and Lindsay's having something, I'm assuming, vegetable-based. Honestly, something he does not want. I honestly saw my diet within Mark, <laughs> and I always talk about Mark got like a dad bod. I'm like, fuck, me too. <laughs> I feel you, bro. You are way more fit Them tenders and fries, though. Oof. You do love tendies. They look so fire. I was confused if he oven cooked those or whatever at home. No, no, or if no he just it was to those. go. It okay. was, yeah. Okay. You think this man is dredging chicken? No, 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 no. Like one of those like packaged tender things. Oh. No, and then like packaged fry things where you just like okay, throw them in the oven. Okay, well, I can see that That's more. what I, I thought. That's what I thought at first. I was going a way different way with that. Oh. They bring up their relationship during this dinner. Hold on, no, back Wait. up. I need to defend myself here. You said you make me try veggies. Yeah. I at least fucking try them. No, sometimes you will not. The, the bowls you made? No issue. Tried every, had every broccoli, but, fucking no. peppers and shit. If I have something, like, if we order our own two separate things, I'm not talking about what oh, we yeah, cook. No. Yeah, no. you will not try it. I got my food. I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> and I know. But you made the bowls, and I was like, oh, psh, boom, boom, boom. Got a little bit of everything. Because you know you have to with my cooking. Because I'll no. be so insulted if you do not I eat had, what like, I cook. I had, like, a broccoli and, like, <laughs> rice and then chicken. <laughs> You know to not have that battle, just as I know not to have the battle with you if we order two separate things and I really want you to try my food. Maybe that's why we're still married and Mark hasn't <laughs> learned that lesson yet. You picked the battle. But they didn't They didn't cook, though. No, but that. he was not willing to try the dipping sauce. That wouldn't either, though. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Oh, this is the perfect example. Well, then maybe, they should, well, maybe they should fucking make something together and be like, are you going to have these veggies? He's like, no. And be like, bitch, I made this shit. <laughs> You're going to have these fucking okay. veggies. Yesterday. What about them? You ordered fries with yours. Uh-huh. It came with a sauce. Man, that white sauce. Mm. It was good. And I said, hey, try this on one of the fries. It's pretty good. And you said, I'll be no. honest. I'll be honest with to the, the viewers slash listeners at home. M- mostly listeners because we have no video. <laughs> There's no views. <laughs> the only thing I'm eating with fries is ketchup, fry sauce, or fucking campfire sauce from Red Robin. I feel like campfire sauce and fry sauce are the same category. Yeah, and they also put, ketchup they put a is little, so low on that list. They put too. a little they put a little extra and the last part is I'll just eat a good fry just fucking dry, bro. Don't give me no fucking sauce. Oh, you love dry food. Give me a sauce on everything. Nah. I don't need none of that extra I don't need no honey mustard. I don't need no oh, ranch. Yeah. I don't need oh, none yeah. of that. All about sauces. I don't need none of that. I'm good. Also, the life hack. When you go to Red Robin, this is how fat I am. When you go to Red Robin, get you the campfire sauce, but get their little their seasoning, the little you know burger seasoning they have on the table. Put a little bit of that into the campfire sauce. Mix it around. Ooh, dip your fries in there. Bomb. At dinner, they're trying to have a serious conversation about their relationship and issues they're having. Mistake number one. You guys know a photographer is coming. Do whatever you can to avoid fighting. Don't bring up anything. Just you, avoid each other. <laughs> yeah, just don't even be in the same room. Just put on a show, eat your food, just nothing that could cause a rift. Also, one of the cats had like a a shark outfit Two on. Two of them. Whoa. Fantastic. Now, I will say I like that Lindsay is playing into the Mark the Shark thing. I get it. It's cute. I like it. But again, mm-hmm. you had to you have to keep those good vibes going for the photo shoot. No matter no matter what's gonna drive you crazy that you're talking about, don't even acknowledge it. 
Do you know, I'm probably giving really unhealthy relationship <laughs> advice right now, but I'm just saying personally, yeah, I'm going to get through those photos. What did you think about the arm grab? I did not like it at all because this you, is exactly how I took it. I took the grab because I don't even think it was a grab. It was like a touch, but... You think the, it's a power move? It's a power move. You are asserting dominance over the person and the conversation. Not only are you raising your voice, you are physically making an action that is showing you are above the other person. No, hmm. fuck that. At a long run, go ahead. It is inter- no, it is interesting that it made him so uncomfortable. Yeah, he immediately called it out too. Hey, do not do that. And I think it's fair for him to say that. That's his personal boundary. Do not do that when we're... It's almost like you don't have to touch me while you're talking down to me. It's becoming heated. I don't want to be touched. I think that's a completely fine boundary to have. And she, you don't care about me. And I'm like, fuck, this man cannot win. Like, I know he has his own issues, but I think what's happening is Lindsay's issues are so intense Mm -hmm. that it's drowning out his issues. Then she gets up and walks away. The conversation is over because she said so and it didn't go her way exactly how she wanted. If it doesn't go how she wants, that's it. She's done. She's always over it. Oh, in my notes, I wrote, Lindsay is listing everything that she hates about Mark and doesn't realize that she is also all of those things. Uh, during during the show, I was like, there she goes again with those receipts, man. This girl always. is always ready. She is constantly taking notes on how you've bothered her, how you've wronged her, how you've done something differently than she has asked you to do. And she is waiting to bring those out every single argument. I could not live like that. Anything else on them? The photos were awkward. No. That's all. Oh, God. It was it was <laughs> fucking cringe, man. Ugh. On the next time on, all I wrote is we finally see the experts. It's been so long. When couples are having this many issues and you go whole episodes without seeing them, that's not good. That's not a good look for lifetime. I mean, just in general. Like, if you if this whole experiment... I mean, you need to provide them a little more help. Yeah. Like they are more support. They are hurting right now, and it almost seems like we're gonna get a lot of time with the experts. It seems like the episode is the experts, which I'm here for. I'm especially here for Doctor Pepper going in on Isaac. Bro, he's immature as fuck. Yeah, he's immature as fuck. I mean, I know, like after we meet people and stuff, we like all talk naturally, talk shit about the moment, the event, the group, whatever happened. It's just like human nature of like. I don't know. Self- I'm not doing that on camera. I'm not. Fuck no. 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 You think that isn't going back to the experts when everyone on this show claims that there are constant like weekly updates? Right. Why would why would they not say something? Yeah, I'm kind of excited for her to go in on them. Yeah. Mohi will have a, li- a big like um, life change. She'll be like, wow, the shitty person I am has just been caught on camera. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Maybe I should reiterate this. Yes. Married at First Sight episodes still dropping on Friday. 90 Day Fiance episodes dropping on Monday. With how the summer is working out already, and I can already tell my schedule's pretty crazy, I need a little extra time. Do you want to mention some of the shows we'll potentially cover? Oh, yes. Okay. There's one that I saw immediately and said, we have to cover. And that is Seeking Sister Wife. The Snowdens are not on anymore, so I feel like it's less controversial. New couples, maybe? New couples, maybe. You know the people that were actually polygamous and followed mm-hmm. the faith? Mm-hmm. They were not asked to return, and I'm pretty bummed because I wanted to see the relationship think, of the wives. I think it's just because they were too normal. They were kind of boring. I know, and then I, I think it evened it out well because too much crazy is just annoying. All right. 
So we'll see. I'm so we're thinking I'm thinking like I'm all the way up 80-90% that we're going to cover that. Awesome. Because I assume in a I mean, once map ends, I don't know what I'm going to cover. Is it really ever going to end though? This one was so rushed compared to previous seasons. So we'll see. I guess we'll see when this ends, but I would love to cover that. That's coming out in June. So. For example, 90 days never going to end. No, now it's back to back to back. There is no break. Yeah, so just assume that's always going to drop on Mondays. And then, well, now I'm thinking, what will we do if it's like Seeking Sister Wife is on after 90 day? Are we going to have a just a super long episode on Mondays? Yeah, that might have to be the play. We'll figure it out. All right. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you all.